I'd like to begin by respectfully acknowledging the people of the Yugamba language region, the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, and pay my respects to their elders, past and present. Welcome to the Can You Shut Up podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and in this podcast, we pretty much just talk about everything and anything. I like to refer to it as talking shit and giving tips. So come hang out with me and let's learn, grow, cry, laugh, and chase our dreams together. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Can You Shut Up podcast. My name's Taylor, and for this episode, we have a very, very exciting episode. I'm doing my first collab interview podcast collab whatever you want to call it i'm here with jess from the let's appeal and heal podcast <laughs> hello everybody i'm obviously jess i'm so stoked to be here to be sharing this environment and just to be chatting about some good topics get a little bit vulnerable and yeah just chat about some really cool stuff so i'm keen so we've got an exciting yeah. episode coming up we're going to be discussing all things getting out of your comfort zone hell yeah it's going to be a very good episode but before we get into it you already know the drill we've got to do a weekly recap we've got to do a holy shit moment mm-hmm. of the week so this morning we actually went to cold nips together and i spoke about in my previous episode about cold nips but basically it's like a group of like-minded people coming together in the morning mm-hmm. to go for a sunrise swim and it's just yeah. like high vibes but this morning they did a collab with red bull and it was just like next level yeah it was like this car and there was a dj that came out on the top of the car and it was just such good tunes everybody was in a, a circle just dancing, vibing. It was such a good way to start the day. I genuinely love cold nip so much. It's a great way to meet new people, make new connections, and just to get out of your comfort zone, which definitely suits the the topic of today's episode. Yep. Yep, definitely. And it was like, like, as Jeff said, the perfect way to start your day like we're just mm-hmm. buzzing we've got such mm-hmm. high vibes now buzzing also from the red bull that we, that we drank <laughs> but we don't talk about that yeah they literally had people with red bull backpacks giving out free red bulls and we're just yeah. like hell yeah and yeah. then we're just like six in the morning we're just bouncing off the walls like let's go <laughs> i don't usually drink caffeine either so i was like holy shit maybe that was my holy shit moment <laughs> oh my god yeah so a holy shit moment of the week mine's gonna be cold nips this morning because yeah. it was like next level 100%. it was just like like yeah. the best morning i've ever had in my life to be mm-hmm. honest far-fetched cool but like the truth it was yeah. freaking sick as yeah, but what do you reckon you, your holy shit moment my is? holy shit moment well you know what you know what it, i just thought about for you yeah. you should have also said that your holy shit moment was she got recognized this oh, morning yes. someone handing out red bulls yeah. and some and she was like oh my god do you have a podcast <laughs> i think that is really cool oh it was yeah. so weird like it was so weird the girl one of the girls giving out red bulls she was like, oh, do you have a podcast? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, I follow you. And I was like, oh. I was like, what the fuck? It was so crazy. so cool. My holy shit moment actually happened last night. Now, this is like a, a confusing holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. This is like, what the hell? I brought home two packets of chocolate from work, right? Mm-hmm. And they weren't like Cadbury ones or anything. If they were, I literally would have down those in two <laughs> seconds, right? So the flavors, it was like a strawberry one with like little bits of strawberry in it or it was like a macadamia nut and I wasn't gonna eat it because I hate macadamia not a fan <laughs> strawberry one was like eh it was okay so I just put it on the bench because I just wasn't vibing with that I wasn't ready to nibble on any chocolate and it was last night I was like oh I just ate dinner I'm such a sweet tooth so I was like <laughs> craving something sweet and you know the periods come around the corner it was just <laughs> it was just in my head I was like I need it like I need that I need the chocolate so I went to the bench it was gone. The two no. boxes of chocolate were gone, right? I was like to mom, I said, 
did you move it? She's like, no, I didn't touch it. I was like, well, I didn't touch it. You didn't touch it. Mum wouldn't have eaten it. And then I went to my brother and his girlfriend. And mind you, they're vegan. And the blocks of chocolate weren't vegan. Yep. And I was like, did you touch it? And they're like, no. And still to this day, to this moment, nobody knows where the chocolate went. I, it had me doubting myself. I was like, did I eat it? And no. I don't remember. Did I throw it out? Like, where is it gone? I swear it on my life. I did not touch it. Because if it was chocolate, I actually really liked I would have gomped, gomped, that's what it was. You would have chopped it down. Yeah, like two seconds, but it's just, it's gone. And I kid you not, all three of us, all four of us actually, were just like roaming around my kitchen, checking every single drawer, like the whole, all the pantry, the freezer, the fridge, like the utensils, drawers, everywhere. It's nowhere to be found. That's actually hectic. And but- like either somebody accidentally threw it out, somebody is just playing a prank. Or ghost possessed. Ghost. Yeah. Or get Paranormal out of it. Burn the house. Vibes, but <laughs> yes, that was a bit of a holy shit moment. That going is like on. a holy shit. Yeah. That truck is gonna show up one day. Just so it's gonna be like under your bed or something. Be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what How did it get here? So yeah, could have been the dog. He, oh, yeah. he could have done something and gotten up on the counter. Right, now we're going to get into the episode. So we're talking all things comfort zone, getting out of your comfort zone, being comfortable with getting uncomfortable and just getting a, getting out of your comfort zone altogether. Mm-hmm. So I brought Jess in to talk about this topic because I think she is just like the peak level <laughs> of getting out of your own comfort zone. She literally moved from Melbourne to the Gold Coast at mm-hmm. the fresh ripe old age of 18. Yep, I was yeah. 18 when I moved. Yep. And then she's so inspiring. She literally had moved up here with no friends, knew absolutely nobody, but she's put herself in so many situations of just getting out of her comfort zone, literally being going by herself to meet groups of people, like going to coldness by herself, going to all these group events, literally by herself. Like thinking of doing that scares the shit out of me, but Jess is just like out here thriving, (laughs) meeting so many new people. And like, it's seriously so inspiring. She has just gone from being like in her shell, Mm -hmm. a little bit shy. And now she's just out here saying hello to literally Mm -hmm. like a random person on the street. Like it's next level. How how did we meet? Right? Literally. I like, I saw, I came across her podcast and I was like, she's killing it. Look at like the videos. (laughs) I was loving it. I listened to a couple of her episodes and I was like, slay, good shit. Like she's talking about really good motivational stuff. And so I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, just wanted to let you know that you're doing a really good job. Mind you, the old me would have never have done anything like that. I wouldn't have ever just messaged somebody, but I messaged you through like a video on Instagram. Literally. Yeah. And then like, we just started chatting and then next thing you know, we figured out we both lived on the Gold Coast and then we hung out and it was just like, it was such a fun experience, but that never would have happened if like I was, well, I actually, but we probably would have ended up meeting anyway, like eventually, Mm, but but you know what I mean? Like, it's the fact that the old me would have never done that. I would have been too afraid to meet up with someone I've never met before Mm, in my life. And the fact that I just went for it and I have so much confidence to do that now, but that's all come from pushing myself out of my comfort zone because the more you do it, the better you will get at it. And then the more capable you become at doing it. So you can do things like things that you may have once been absolutely terrified to do and then you'll be able to do them without even blinking an eye like I wasn't even really nervous to hang out with you even though I'd never met you before and that's just like how far I have come because I used to struggle so much with like social anxiety and I would walk into a room and think that everybody hated me but it's honestly all just about persistence and growth and you'll eventually get to exactly where you need to be Mm, yeah yeah. I love that and I feel like so many people are like in that stage or definitely go through that stage where you know they want to meet new friends they want to like meet new people Mm -hmm. but they don't even know how to start especially like in your 20s when you're trying Mm -hmm. to find friends you're not in high school you're not in an Mm -hmm. environment where you're being forced together or because it changes so much once you finish school like you Mm -hmm. don't have 
school parties sports anything like that to make you like be friends with people anymore so you really have to go out and find your own people which i honestly think is quite a beautiful thing because in school we're like you know kind of forced to be friends with people that we don't actually like want to be friends with we don't align with them have the same morals and that is very challenging but i i think that coming out of school it's such a beautiful thing because it's like a brand new start and you can actually find people that align to you because I know for me that was something I definitely struggled with when I was in school I just felt so lost and alone whereas coming out of school and now meeting a lot of like-minded people now that I'm up on the Gold Coast because I I, you said that I moved from Melbourne yeah um it's just so refreshing and I feel like I actually belong for once in my life which is yeah it's it's kind of fun, kind of kind yeah. of funky, but oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even when Jess sent that message, because like even me, I'm older than her. She's only nineteen, and I'm twenty one. And even I look at her, I'm like, holy shit, me at nineteen, I would never have the ball mm-hmm. to do that. I'm like, no, like I could never just talk to her, like especially send a random a video on Instagram, be like, hey, mm-hmm. we should catch up. Like, yeah, I could not even think of anything worse. And when she sent that video, I was like, holy shit, like this girl gives off the best vibes. I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> you can literally feel her confidence through this. I could feel her confidence through the screen. And then like we we met in person. She's just so confident she's out there just doing her thing and it's and she's literally about to go backtrack back (laughs) and she's literally about to go backpacking by herself Mm -hmm. around europe in like less than three three four weeks or something four Four weeks so yeah by herself all by myself which is insane yes to answer your question i'm fucking terrified okay (laughs) like so many people are saying to me like oh i don't know how you're doing this like i'm so scared bro so am i i'm so scared but i'm not letting fear control me i'm leaning into it and going for it because what it what's stopping me like what's the worst that could possibly happen i mean yes there are a lot of things that could probably happen but you know in the grand scheme of things this life is so short so too short to be controlled by fear and i think that so many of us let it control us but we just need to lean into it because there is so much growth that can come from fear and and that comes with getting out of your comfort zone as well and it's honestly it just turns you into a person a much better version of yourself that you never thought you would ever be able to become yeah yeah see it's so inspiring put that on a (laughs) t-shirt all right i've written a few questions for jess and i'm gonna ask her she's gonna give all of us some top-notch advice for getting out of your comfort zone (laughs) and sharing how she's just gone from being like shy and sheltered Mm -hmm. to just being like just blossoming and just being her true self Mm -hmm. we're gonna jump into it yeah i'm keen hit me some (laughs) questions okay first question jess how did you switch your mindset from staying comfortable staying put with all you knew in your hometown that you grew up in all the people around you to literally moving two states away from your entire comfort zone your your circle of friends and just taking that massive scary leap of faith and Mm -hmm. just going for it okay good question good question so Basically how I became comfortable with it, right? How I became... Yeah, so what made you really choose to flick the switch and be like, I want to get uncomfortable. I'm going to move to the Gold Coast. I'm going to meet new people. Like there is more out there for me kind of vibes. Yeah, that's it. Okay, good question. I think that in Melbourne... So just a little backstory for you guys. I used to suffer, like I said, a lot with social anxiety and depression and I just hated myself. I hated who I was. And it was just a very, very, very low time in my life. So I was dating my ex-boyfriend and we dated for about, I don't know, basically two years. And I think towards the end of our relationship, you know, things got quite messy and I I was in the relationship thinking that there is, I need to focus on myself. I need to grow. There is more out there for me. Like I, I was being suffocated and I was also doing the suffocating because I was just so unhappy and I just needed to be alone. So I think that when me and my ex broke up, it was 
like a realization that holy shit I'm actually by myself like Mm. I have to pick myself off the floor I can't just sit around and wallow be just depressed hating my life for the rest of my life like I need to do something if I want to be happy and I think that that realization because I just spent the last two years relying on my ex for everything like I I was the definition of codependent like I Mm. literally spoke spoke to him 24 7 I FaceTime all the him all the time I would fall to fall asleep with him on FaceTime like I would message him constantly I would talk about him to other people constantly like it was it was just all about him my life revolved around him but then when we broke up it was like holy shit I have to figure shit out for myself so that was like the first point where I was like oh my god like I need to do something and I think that also you know being at school all my friends at school were his friends like I was friends with them because of him so I didn't really connect with them I didn't feel like they were like-minded to me and I guess I also started to kind of figure out over time that I hated the drinking culture I hated clubbing I I knew there was more to life than working all week going out on the weekends getting drunk and spending it hungover and then being depressed for the next I don't know four days because you're on a come down kind of thing from the Mm. alcohol so I think that through that like through feeling like I didn't really have many people who I was felt connected to on a deeper level and felt like I was like-minded to and I didn't like the culture that I was living around and having the realization that I had to do shit by myself now that I wasn't with my ex like I think through all of that I realized that there was more out there for me like I needed a change I needed to do something and I was so fortunate that my family like my mum wanted to move up to the Gold Coast as well because we do have family up here so when she said that to me I was like fuck yes, get get me up there. And when I had that opportunity, I just knew that I had to take it. And even even if my family wasn't moving up, I definitely would have moved to somewhere anyway because I woke up every day and I just felt suffocated. Like I Mm. I was just living in an environment that I didn't belong in anymore. So I honestly think all of that, it forced me. Like there was... There was so much I had in my head. Basically, it just pushed me to do it, if that makes sense. Like, I just had so much built-up emotion that I had no other choice but to move, but to go somewhere, but to push myself out of my comfort zone because I knew that I did not want to live every single day of my life for the rest of my life, hating my life, hating myself. That made the move a lot easier because I had no other choice kind of thing. Like, don't get me wrong, it was hard leaving everybody and, like, my dad still back in Melbourne. It was hard leaving him and my brother at the time was still at Melbourne, still in Melbourne as well. I have some really close friends that are in Melbourne, mm. but I know that I I'm so close with them that they're gonna be around. Like you know what I mean. Yep. Even though I'm leaving them and I'm not in close proximity to them, we're not gonna stop being friends. It's that kind of friendship. But I also know that they want the best for me and that. It doesn't matter where I am. We're always going to be friends. So that made it a lot easier. But yeah, I guess that was yeah the point where I realized that I need to do something and that made moving up here a lot easier. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like so many people too, They when you finish high school in the town you grew up in, lots of people just stay put. Like they, they mm-hmm. think, okay, what's next? Get a yeah. job in the same town. No yeah. one really thinks to yeah. think, well, what is out there? Yeah, there and, is so much yeah. more out there. Yeah. And it's not until you actually leave your hometown, like mm-hmm. that environment where that you grew up in feeling comfortable where you're like, yeah. holy shit, the world is fucking massive. It, yeah, it is huge. And yeah. like, you're so, I guess like close-minded when yeah. you're in the same situation, like in the same environment because it's the same people you know. Everybody's gossiping about the same people. It's yeah. the same routine, the same like, you know 
your geographical location but when you go somewhere new it's just like it literally transforms your perspective on the world and I think that that is such a beautiful thing yeah yeah yeah, definitely and I also love how you said when you broke up with your ex like you realized okay like there's so much more to life than just Mm -hmm. freaking focusing on a boy yeah but I feel like so many people could even take two options there if you if they broke up with their partner of two years that they were so codependent on Mm -hmm. they could either just like feel sad for themselves be like okay how can I get this person back just Mm -hmm. dedicate the whole life to being like holy shit I need to make Mm -hmm. this relationship work or they can do what you did and Mm -hmm. think okay well I've just spent the last two years fucking tied to the hip to someone Mm -hmm. and now I'm alone so I'm gonna go live my best life I'm gonna move yeah what can I do so I feel like that is so motivating inspiring because so many people I feel like would take that first option where they're like okay I need to stay safe I need to stay with my friends because if I take if I remove myself from all my friends as well then I'm literally gonna have no one Mm -hmm. but you're just like fuck it let's go yeah I think that with that as well so many people when they like break up with a partner they then try like for the quick fix or let me go on to somebody else yeah let me you know fill that void but the thing is guys let get this in your head you don't need anybody in mm-hmm. your life literally you is all you need if you are content with yourself then you do not need anybody else and i understand you're probably like if you're not in a position where you feel this you may think that's fucking bullshit but when you get there i promise you like you don't need anybody else i was reading this book and it's called um single on purpose it's such a good book i love it but he basically says like he asked the question would you be okay with not finding anybody and like that's just your life and like yeah obviously there's quite a lot to that but i honestly i thought about it and i was like yeah because i've done so much fucking work on myself Mm. that i'm like i'm so okay to just be by myself i enjoy my own company that comes with getting out of your comfort zone learning new things about yourself but don't get me wrong like the breakup process was rough it is Mm. not easy it it hurts like a bitch and sometimes yeah you go back it's it's kind of inevitable i guess but the more you do then you realize that oh shit i actually like this environment is definitely not for me because it's scary it's scary leaving something that you're so used to and then you're going to want to run back to what's comfortable because that is what we do humans crave being comfortable we don't like unfamiliarity but the thing is it's all about consistency because the more you do it then it will become familiar and then you'll be able to do it. But I definitely think that, like I said, a lot of people take that road where they just look for the quick fix and look for the next person. But it's so important to take that time after you've been in a relationship to work on yourself and learn more stuff about yourself because honestly, you will grow so much as a person. But there's no point in going straight into relying on another person not that you should rely on another person in a relationship that is a big no-no so many people are guilty of that i was i i was so naive so young i mean i got into the relationship when i was like 15 i was so young so i i didn't really know any different i thought that that was what you were supposed to do they were supposed to be your other half but that's not the case they are supposed to add value to your life yeah Yeah. like not be your life but be there I guess by your side to like support you but not it's not what your life should revolve around and it definitely takes some getting used to like you shouldn't feel guilty or anything if you have done it because it's normal like you have to go through it to learn what a healthy relationship looks like I guess this got into like a full relationship (laughs) right now we love it we love it keep going (laughs) but it's all part of it guys it's honestly all connected because it's something that we're all so guilty of thinking that our life should revolve around another person but newsflash it should only revolve around us like yeah that sounds quite 
quite selfish saying it like that, but it's so true, okay? Like, you are the most important person in your life. So there's no point in after a breakup going and looking for the next quick fix, like, and just getting into something straight away because you're just going to be unhappy because you haven't done that internal work and you're just going to, it's just going to end the same way. You're going to go to the next relationship and the next relationship and you're going to sit there and think, why the fuck am I so unhappy? But it's because Mm. you don't know yourself and you haven't explored yourself, connected with yourself. And then maybe through that, you'll be able to then eventually find someone there who is a lot more on your level and like-minded to you or just be by yourself. And that's so fine if you want to do it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you're saying about don't take the quick fix option Mm -hmm. because it's definitely that is staying in our comfort zone. We want to be comfortable. We don't want to get, if we're cutting someone off that's been in life for like two years, Mm -hmm. that's going to be so fucking scary. So fucking uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. Like it's literally unnatural. Like what you're saying, natural instinct to run back to comfort. Like our brain is designed to keep us safe. That's exactly why people don't do it because it is so challenging. Mm. And that's why so many people don't know themselves and haven't grown to that next level because they are so afraid to push themselves out of their comfort zone. But the thing is, you just have to lean into the fear. Like, it's going to be scary, no fucking shit, but it's the only way to grow, honestly. Okay, that takes us into our next question. So for someone that might be on the edge of their comfort zone, they know there's more on the other side, but they're still weighing up the pros and cons. They've still got that fear there. They might be wanting to quit their job, leave a relationship, move states. What could be your biggest chunk of advice for them? Biggest chunk of advice for Mm. someone wanting to get out of their comfort zone. Like they feel like there's more out there for them. But they're still on that edge. They're like, oh, is this a bit, it's a bit scary. It's a bit of a big risk. Yep. Yeah. My biggest chunk of advice, honestly, is just to take it slow. Like take baby steps. I think that so many people think that, especially with social media at the moment I think that it's so like everybody is taking like booking a one-way ticket to Europe and just fucking off (laughs) like you do not have to take an extreme measure like that go small go slow if you think about it can you go to a cafe by yourself and just sit there and have a meal alone can you just go to the beach by yourself just sit on the sand even go for a swim by yourself can you even go for like a hike by yourself go for a walk by yourself even maybe even try going going to the movies by yourself like I know for a lot of people that shit would fucking terrify them Mm, like I know a lot of my friends back in Melbourne who cannot do things by themselves because they're so afraid to do things alone I think when people think about it they're like holy shit I have to do like such big things by themselves do you think that when I was first starting to get out of my comfort zone when I first broke up with my ex and like I was even moving here there was no fucking way I thought that I could go to Europe by myself but because I worked small steps and took it slow I'm now at a point where I can do that but also you cannot let fear stop you Like, yes, it's going to be scary, but honestly, if it's scary, then you're doing it right. You're on the right track because you have to, you have to feel frightened. Obviously not in like a, like, you know, be safe. I'm not not saying like, 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 (laughs) like but like, if you have those, that nerve, nervous feeling, like you're about to do an oral presentation to like a, hmm. a thousand people. If you have that feeling, then you're on the right track. You're doing it right. But don't let that stop you. It's going to be hard in the moment. I'm not saying, I'm not going to sugarcoat this and saying that it's so easy and you'll be fine. Like you will be fine, but hmm. like you're going to probably shit yourself. Like you're not going to lie. You probably will. Okay? Not literally though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. You never know. The first time I ever went to Cold Nips, the community event, I literally got there half an hour early. Mind you, we met at 5.30. So I got there about 5 a.m. I was just sitting. <laughs> 
sitting in the car. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. There was so much shit going through my head. And I was like, no, like people aren't going to like me. I'm, I'm just going to be so awkward. Like it was Mm. just so terrifying because I'd never done something like it. But when I got there, it was all right. Like it was good. I had a good time. And you know what? I met a girl there that I'm still such good friends with to this day. You, you'll be surprised at how much opportunity can come out of getting yourself out of your comfort zone. And I, again, it's going to be scary, but you just have to push through, like keep going, be consistent and you will get there. So I think, I think that going slow and just leaning into the fear is probably the biggest life advice I would give to people wanting to do it. But I just want you to also remember that what is meant for you will find you. And we were talking Mm -hmm. about this earlier. We were talking about how we used to never really believe in, I guess, like trusting the universe. And now we're so, we lean into it so much. And the fact that everything happens for a reason. And I just want you to remember that even if you're trying to go to a community event and you get to get in the car park and you're like, fuck, I can't do this and you leave. That is so fine. Okay. Take it slow because eventually you will get to exactly where you need to be. And if you have the motivation to do it, you will get there. But you have to, you do have to push yourself and it comes with a bit of discipline as well. That's probably the biggest chunk of advice I would give. Yeah, I love that. And coming off the back of that too, around fear, I definitely think when you want to do things alone, when that when you want to take start taking that first step to just go out and eat by yourself, mm-hmm. go to the movies by yourself. I think we also have so much fear doing things by ourselves because it comes back to high school and it also comes back to doing the inner work here. So mm-hmm. we always love to talk about inner work here and journaling. When you think of going to a cafe by yourself, when you think of going to watch a movie by yourself, you automatically think that's so fucking cringe. Like I'm a loner. Like that's mm-hmm. loser vibes. Very true. But that all comes back to high school vibes, being in school. Mm-hmm. When if you were by yourself, mm-hmm. you would get looked on like you're a loner. And even mm-hmm. like movies we've watched around high school, there's always that one kid in the movie that's a loner and everyone's yeah. like, oh, he's such a loser. If you have so much fear to just take that first step to go sit at a cafe by yourself, I think the night before or like a few days before, start journaling, start writing down every mm-hmm. single fucking thing you're scared of. Don't sugarcoat what you're scared of. And then I think once you really start to write down all your fear, Fears, replace those fears with what if like what mm-hmm. if no one cares what mm-hmm. if i literally meet my dream guy at this cafe mm-hmm. like there's exactly. so many like as jess was saying there's so many opportunities mm-hmm. and since she's gone to cold nips she's met so many other girls that have communities themselves and she mm-hmm. started going to even even more communities and meeting so many new people yeah, i do want to touch on the high school topic because yep. i think that high school teaches us to care so much about what other people think of yes. us and we we it's all surrounded by popularity and you want to fit in you don't want to be rejected therefore we tend to morph into versions of ourselves that are watered down and we don't actually just display who we are and i honestly think that we're all so guilty of this it's Mm -hmm. it's something that you honestly i think everybody goes through during high school because we are all so programmed to want to fit in we we don't want to be left out we don't want to be seen seen as an outsider because obviously if we are that's going to make high school hell for us right we're going to be judged we're going to be bullied and there's just so much pressure to fit in and that makes us, you know, act differently, talk differently, wear certain things, wear makeup, you know, impress the boys so much shit because we just want to fit in. And yep. and I think that coming out of school, you know, it we then are programmed in our head to care so much about what other people think of us. And that is what comes back to, you know, going going to a cafe alone. We sit there. We don't want to do it because we think that, like you said, everybody's going to think we're loners, that, you know, we're yep. losers and all this shit. We're so caught up in what other people think about us. But I honestly, no, you, nobody fucking cares. Like I know Literally. people say this all the time, yep. but you think about it. If you go to a cafe, like if we went to a cafe and there was somebody sitting by themselves, I guarantee you we would not even look at them. Like yeah, even if wouldn't. we did, we probably would just be like, go you. Like you're there by yourself. But nobody's actually paying attention to you because you know what? Everybody's so caught up in their own heads. I guarantee you that, like, I don't walk into places anymore and really think that 
I like what what are people thinking about me because I've done the inner work but I guarantee you that if you're at a cafe and you see somebody else by themselves and you're also by yourself chances are they're probably thinking the exact same thing as you are like oh my god is everybody judging me they're not actually going to look at you and think you're a fucking loner because everybody yep. it's everybody is too caught up in them in their own shit like nobody actually gives a fuck about you and what you're yep. doing it's very hard to unprogram your head definitely to not care yep. about what other people think about you but honestly once you do the inner work it will just happen yeah it will just flow because we've been in that school environment and like the loser environment for like 13 years of our lives mm-hmm. coming into the real world and once you get a little bit older well, you can literally do this fresh out of school if you're willing, willing to do the inner work. You realize that literally, as Jess said, no one gives a fuck what mm-hmm. you're doing. Literally, no one cares. Mm-hmm. And if people do care, then it's just those people that yeah. are still stuck in their high school yeah. mindset. And like, you just have to remember if they do care, if they do care, and they talk shit about you or make fun of you, haters don't hate you, they hate themselves. All right? Yeah. That's yep, because yep, yep. they are so, they they look at you and they're like, holy shit, you're excelling. You can do that shit by yourself. And they look at themselves and they're insecure as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like basically when people talk shit about you or talk shit to you, make fun of you, they're literally just holding up a mirror of their insecurities, right? Yep. So if people say that shit about you, they're obviously not supposed to be in your life. They're not for you. And that just shows that you're kicking goals. You're doing the right shit. Honestly, I think that it's good to have haters. Like it's good to have people who say shit about you because it just makes you stronger. But it also shows that, you know, you're doing so much work on yourself. You're doing something that other people can't do. Therefore, they feel the need to pick you apart, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I get hate comments on my videos, especially these YouTube short clips that I post. Oh my God, YouTube shorts is another. I get so many hate comments. But since people people are just like, oh, they just comment stuff saying this is so cringe or this is shit advice. Or I posted one clip of when I was saying how I quit my job yeah. and someone commented and said, oh, that looks like it's going well for you. You got 40 likes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I was like, fuck, that's savage. Jeez. But like, I looked at that. I was like, I'm so fucking triggered by this. I could reply to this person and be like, oh, just shut up. But mm-hmm. if I replied, that's just a reaction. Like I'm yeah. triggered by this. Instead of putting that energy into replying to this comment mm-hmm. or even in public, if like people are being bitches to you, even at school, if people are being bitches to you, you can either choose to walk away and do the inner work. Why am I so triggered by this comment? Mm-hmm. And I and like it really comes back to what Jess was saying. Like hate and people hating on you is literally self-projection. Mm-hmm. They're just projecting yep. what they hate about themselves. So that comment of him saying that is he's clearly just like fucking fed up in his own job. And yeah. he's like, Fuck. I know, he probably hates fucking life. Yeah, and literally. He hates his job and therefore he feels the need to, like, he feels the need to put you down. Yeah, so putting me down makes yeah. himself feel better. Yeah. And I think people that are in that position, like you have the opportunity to really dig deep and be like, why the fuck do I feel the need to put someone down? Mm-hmm. Even if you're just scrolling on TikTok and you feel jealous of somebody and you're like, oh, I wish I had what they had. Mm-hmm. Instead of like just scrolling past, sit with those feelings and dig deeper mm-hmm. on them. I used to compare myself so much on social media, mm-hmm. like comparison 24 seven. I would pick apart myself from what I saw on social media. But once you do the inner work, you get to a point where those people can exist and you can exist as well. And that's okay. Like you don't have to put somebody else down. You can just appreciate them without, you know, picking yourself apart or putting them down. And I think that that's something that a lot of people lack. Like they don't know how to do that. And that's what, that's where all like the hate comes from as well. Because so many people haven't done the inner work. Therefore they feel the need to put you down and, you know, pick apart themselves. And I think that that it's it's very toxic behavior in our society. It's like the saying, not the saying, but a sunset is beautiful, right? Yeah. And like a, f- a field of flowers is beautiful. They're not the same thing, but they're both beautiful. Just yep. because they're not the same, like doesn't mean that one of like one or the other isn't beautiful. They both are. They can both coexist. Yes. Just because yep. they're not the same. And it's the same with people. You don't have to be the same. Everybody's different, but you don't need to pick apart yourself, compare yourself to other people so much. 
just because you're not the same as them, if that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. someone's beauty does not take away from your own. I think that's yes, what you're yes, trying yes, to yes, say. Yes, that one. That's what I'm yes, trying to say. Yes, yeah. and I feel like when even – I'm going to refer back to scrolling TikToks. This is where yeah. I've had to do a lot of the inner work. Yeah. When you're scrolling a TikTok and you come across a girl that's literally a fucking 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. like she's just perfect. And I have caught myself going to the comments trying to find people hating on her to make mm-hmm. myself feel better from someone hating on her looks. And if you find yourself having those thoughts, I think you need to – dig deep on them first of all realize like someone else's beauty does not take Mm -hmm. away from your own even though that's literally what society has made us believe because people comment all the time saying Mm -hmm. oh you're a 10 out of 10 or you're like fucking ugly people Mm -hmm. are so nasty online Mm -hmm. but if you can get to a point where you just fully fully love yourself and accept yourself for who you are doing all these things like going out in public going to these cafes by yourself you're going to get to a point where you literally don't give a shit if someone mm-hmm. looks twice at you. You can yeah. be sitting there on your computer at a cafe by yourself and you will not even have the thought of, oh, I wonder what something's think- someone's thinking of me. But it just takes, like as Jess was saying, like take baby steps yeah. and you're going to get to where you need to be and where yeah. you want to be. But even just noticing in your daily lives, like if you're just scrolling on TikTok, I'm going to use the example again, and you get triggered by something, instead of just scrolling past to avoid that feeling, sit with it and dig deep on it. And if you if you have the thought that you want to go out in public, but then your instant next thought is, no, that's fucking too scary. Don't just go on your phone and distract yourself. Yeah. Sit with that thought Agreed. and dig deep on it because yeah. you will get to a point where you're like, who the fuck cares what anyone's yeah. doing? Like yeah. this, is you, this is your one life. Just do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Because when you do that self-work, you basically fall in love with yourself. You become your own hype person. Therefore, when you're at that cafe, you're not thinking, what are people thinking about me? You're thinking, fuck, I'm a boss ass bitch. Like, look Literally. at me. Like, like you, just, you just don't give a shit because yep. you hype yourself up and then you have like the courage, you have the motivation. Like, fuck yeah, I can do this. Like, what else can I do next? Like, yes. Yeah. And it, like, it just keeps growing your opportunities and expanding yeah. you. And yeah. you will literally get to a point, well, I, I fully believe you never stop growing, but you will Agreed. get to a point where you're like, holy shit, I'm literally capable of everything yeah. and anything. And all those things that you wanted to do, like start a business, mm-hmm. you will be like, fuck it, what have I got to look? Taking that first step, like as simple as going and sitting in a cafe by yeah. yourself will just take you next level. Like you yeah. will just keep expanding. 100%. I think that this is also kind of a little story. I just made me, I just, I just thought about it. And I was like, I'm just going to tell it. So with like, you know, expanding, feeling capable of doing stuff, you know, like I spoke out before, I struggled a lot from social anxiety and I never used to ever be able to just like talk to people in person. I was so afraid to hang out with someone one-on-one. It was just not for me. If it wasn't my boyfriend and wasn't like my best friend, I couldn't do it. I was so afraid. And I was actually, when I first bought my surfboard, I was at the beach one time. I saw this boy, he came out from the water and he'd been surfing and he was just sitting on the beach. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go over and talk to him. Yes. Mind you, I was scared shitless. (laughs) I was so fucking scared. I literally like got up because I was sitting on the beach. I got up and I started walking over to him and I was thinking to myself, am I actually doing this right now? Like, am I actually going over to this boy, man, whatever, to talk to him? Because I didn't know. I didn't know, like, who the fuck he was. I didn't know how old he was. Like, I was just going over. I couldn't stop my feet. I was just heading over there. Get there. I was just like, hey, do you have any tips for a beginner surfer? Because I can't surf. Just just so you understand the context. I'm not a good surfer. I can barely stand up on the board, right? So, I mean, the first thing he said to me, well, he was like, hey, like, blah, blah, blah. But then he said that my fins were actually on the wrong way. So that was a very <laughs> fins humbling experience. Not going to lie. But... Like, the old me could have never done that. And mm. then, like you were saying, like, you you realize you're capable of so much more. And yep. that was, like, me. I, I now don't have a problem with going and talking to people because I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy that human interaction. But honestly, something so small like that, like, I could have, it would have been so easy for me to just sit there. 
like and, yeah. and not go yeah right i could have just sat there watched him walk away and just had that thought like oh i could go talk to him but better not kind of thing mm. it's so easy to do the easy thing and it's so hard to do the hard thing that's why it is hard because it's uncomfortable and i could have just sat there but i tested myself and it's small things like that like look at your life and like your day-to-day and just think of small things that can test you just like talk to that stranger do it what's the worst that can fucking happen they just like tell you to fuck off so what that will only give you more courage make you stronger give you life experience kind of thing so i just wanted to touch on that because i think that yeah the more you do it the more capable you will get and then you'll get to my situation where i'm going backpacking solo for three months (laughs) in europe like it's just it's unreal how much growth can come from getting out of your comfort zone yeah yeah that goes to show too the more like what you said the more things you do that Mm -hmm. are uncomfortable like your brain you're just like i don't want to do some scare but you're just like no fuck it let's do it like you're training your brain to literally be comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah and i think yeah that's what jess said like that is literally where the magic happens like imagine going backpacking by yourself Mm -hmm. at 19 to a different fucking country with (laughs) nobody like knowing nobody having to just find a find a way around like that's crazy crazy and i think you also answered my next question Mm -hmm. which was tell us a time when you wanted to do something Mm -hmm. that felt really fucking scary Mm -hmm. but you just took the bold action and did it Mm -hmm. so i don't know if you wanted to use that story or go into i'll I'll use something else as well just (laughs) i've got plenty so but honestly any really community event i've been to like it still scares the shit out of me not gonna lie like yes it gets easier but every single time i go i'm still like holy shit I don't always have people there. Like, it's all about meeting new people. And, and yes, I'm I'm getting more used to it. Like, it's becoming more familiar. But it's still a little bit uncomfortable. So, earlier in the episode, I touched on how I was at Cold Nips the very first time I went. And I met that. I met a girl there. And I'm still really good friends with her till this day. Yeah. Well, she told me that she runs these little events every Sunday. And it's just, again, to, like, meet people and just make new connections and have a good time kind of thing and she told me that she was having like a galentine's kind of thing that weekend so cold nips was on a wednesday and it was on a sunday and it was obviously valentine's day but just a bunch of girls getting together and this was like the first i mean obviously i went to cold nips and i didn't really know what i was going to expect but i think it was like the first kind of group i'd ever been to where it was i have to talk to a lot of people and Mm. it to me it was a a lot scarier than cold nips i think because it was more like a more intimate yeah more intimate group and you know you're sitting down you don't have really an activity like you're sitting down just eating food like you're gonna have to talk to people and i was shitting bricks i was so scared (laughs) i was sweating so much and i got there and i met so many people so many people and honestly it literally like i think after that that week literally changed my life like because i felt so capable of being able to go to community events like i had just sat like i stayed at that galentine's for like four hours i stayed until it was dark like it was it was crazy and i just i had such good conversations with so many people and i learned so much about you know people's lives there was also another time which actually wasn't too long ago where i go to this little walking group as well and it was only me that rocked up that day wow i was at first i was like oh is this gonna be really awkward like i'm kind of scared I'm, I'm friends with the girl who runs it, but I'm also, you know, there's usually people around. So I was just a little bit on the scared side, but yeah. I, I didn't know that it was only going to be me until I got there. And after I was there, it was so fun. Like I had such a good experience. And that was when I wrote like little post-it notes. And, oh, like, I love like, that. Positive affirmations yes, yes. And we stuck them on people's cars to make their day. Yeah. But yeah, I was so, I was kind of afraid, but I just, I just went for it. And that comes back to so many good opportunities can come from getting out of your comfort zone, but you're not going to know until you go through it, if that yes. makes sense. Yes, yes. 
it, there's just it's the honestly the opportunities are endless you just have to really lean into it and just go for it yep. yeah and I love what you're saying too about how like when you first got to that intimate girls group for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day and you're like oh fuck this is gonna be like scary like talking mm-hmm. to all these random people mm-hmm. but then literally by the end of it you ended up staying for way longer than mm-hmm. expected yeah. it was literally nighttime. you're like wow this is actually freaking awesome like yeah. it goes to show Feel your fear and just fucking mm-hmm. do it anyway because look at the payoff yeah. and look at all the opportunities, like all the new friendships that blossomed. Like yeah. it's just amazing. I think that really the moral of the story here is that getting out of your comfort zone is honestly essential for growth. Like it is the number one way to grow as a person. Let's not sugarcoat it. Like it's going to it's gonna fucking be scary. Yeah. Right? It's going to be scary. I'm not here to tell you that it's the easiest thing ever. It's hard, but that is the beauty of it. That challenging thing that you go through is going to grow you as a person. Yeah. But you you can't you can't let the fear stop you you just have to lean into it and yes yes it's going to be challenging but honestly the benefits are just Endless. you'll be amazed at the person mm. you become once you actually just be consistent with it yeah yeah like even jess she was telling me like looking back at her younger self and like her younger self looking at her now thinking holy you're going to europe by yourself mm-hmm. like it's just crazy how yeah. much she can grow and that's like yeah. what in a within a year or something like a year and a half yeah like that's... the old me literally i was just i felt i woke up every day numb i would only really talk to my boyfriend and i would just scroll on my phone all day like mm-hmm. that's all i would do now like I, I have a podcast yep. like i'm going to europe by myself like i'm just i'm hanging out with so many people i've moved up to the gold coast like yep. i would not be able to even recognize myself i'm literally a whole new person and i honestly feel like i've gotten my spark back like i literally was just so fucking numb i Mm. literally i just didn't want to be alive anymore that was like the reality of what i was feeling if you're at a really low place you just have to know that it's not gonna last forever but you're gonna stay there unless you do the work yeah okay like you can't expect to change your life if you don't put in the hard work like it's going to be challenging and you're going to probably want to give up sometimes we all go through that but that's only going to make you stronger once you just like go be persistent you'll you'll realize like how far you have come and even you may not realize it in the moment but you'll take a look back even look back now you're not the person you were you were like a week ago like two weeks ago a month ago Mm. like you don't understand the little progress but honestly like it's just so important to look back as well at your progress and realize how far you have come i love how you decided to look at your life for how it was and you and you knew that you were just scrolling on your phone all the time you were depressed Mm -hmm. you were so unhappy with your life and it literally comes down to choosing your heart because Mm -hmm. you staying in that same situation you scrolling on your phone you being unhappy with every day Mm -hmm. is so fucking hard Mm -hmm. but then what else is hard is choosing to make a change and make your life better yeah i i love how you said you get to choose your heart and that's something that i feel like a lot of people don't understand like you said a lot of people just sit on their phones, scroll, yep. just like that is your only free time. Like that's all you do. Yep. And like, yes, it may feel easy in the moment, but eventually like it's actually in the broad scheme of things that is hard because you're you're not doing yourself any favors. You're probably, you know, negatively impacting your mental health and yep. you're, you're not doing exercise. You're not getting out of your comfort zone, learning new things about yourself. So even though in the moment it's satisfying, it's entertaining and yes, it may be easy in the broad scheme of things and long term that actually is hard hard yeah so i think that yeah choosing your hard you actually you get to control your life you you are the person that is going to get you to where you need to be so i think that you know the concept of choosing your heart is actually such an accurate thing yeah yeah mm. and you literally like you have the power to choose in this present moment you can choose to change your life like if mm. you're listening to this and you're thinking 
yeah, this resonates with me. Like all I do is scroll on my phone. Like I'm not happy. I'm not happy in my job. You literally have the power in this very moment to choose, hey, I want to make a change. Mm -hmm. And you can action that change and you can keep actioning that change every single day Mm -hmm. until you get to where you want to be. I've I've heard this saying, if you, I feel like maybe... If you're listening to this podcast, you might have heard the Mindset Mentor podcast with yes, Rob Yes, we love him. Yeah. Yep. But he he quotes a saying from somebody else. Don't know who they are. But <laughs> basically saying that you are no, in under no obligation to be the same person you were five minutes ago. Yep. You're under no obligation to be the same person you were a day ago, a week ago. Like, you can change at any moment, right? And, like, in, in good ways. Like, if I wanted to, I don't know, start running in the next, you know five minutes I could become a runner like I could if I wanted to like it's you you can you literally have the power to change your life and I think that when we were talking about just like scrolling on your phone it doesn't just have to be that like it can it can be in the form of you wanting to like change something about your life because you feel like there's more out there for you it can be that you know you're surrounded by people who you don't feel like you align with you're going out clubbing because that's what everybody else is doing so you feel the need to fit in yeah you're wearing makeup dressing a certain way because you feel like you have to fit into society's standards and you know get male validation or you feel like you need to lose weight because you know the picture perfect body is a flat stomach like no Mm -hmm. cellulite you feel like you're not exercising for yourself but you're exercising so you can fit into society's you know little box that's just a fucked representation of beauty but i think that it's not just about you know scrolling on your phone right because there are so many different ways that you could not be living true to yourself and yep. obviously like i think that going on your phone a lot is definitely a huge one and that's something that we're all guilty of 100 yep, percent. it literally controls our lives mm-hmm. social media and technology but i think that there are so many different ways that people don't live true to themselves and feel like they want more like it's yes, you know what definitely. i mean like, yeah, yeah yeah and if you're if you're having that nudging feeling of I think there's more out there for me. Mm-hmm. Don't put that feeling off because that is literally your intuition. That is like yeah. the fucking universe trying to push you to take literally. that next move. Yeah. If you just keep having that thought and you're just like, oh, I'll get like, go away. I just want to stay in my comfort little bubble. Yeah. Like that thought's just going to keep growing and yeah. growing and you're going to get so unhappy yeah. until you actually yeah. action more, that thought. Yeah. thought the yeah. more you push it down, the bigger up it's going to yes, come. And exactly. then you'll probably have like, it'll just be an explosion basically in your life and you'll just be like holy shit yep, yep, <laughs> like yep. oh my god literally yeah. but that is all the questions what a good chat it was a good chat good I chat know, i very much enjoyed it it was it was good stuff we, yeah. it was because we, we got deep we i only had three i only had three questions and look how much we spoke <laughs> yeah, we've see? really been chatting for a long time but it's it's all very relevant stuff but yeah. i think that this topic is something that definitely is beneficial to a lot of people because definitely like we've said at, throughout the whole episode not enough people test their comfort zone test no. their limits and therefore they don't have that deeper connection with themselves and don't know who they are what kind of person they want to be what they actually enjoy doing so i think that yeah spreading awareness about getting out of even is spreading awareness even the right terminology to use i don't know but sounds sounds right it sounds smart (laughs) spreading awareness about getting uh, getting out of your comfort zone i think is a very 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 important thing yes yes and i appreciate it so much for coming on thank you for having me i had such a good time Yeah, can we also just mention the fact that I'm... So, if you don't know my podcast, it's all, like, a green theme. And obviously... Yes. 
Mine's okay, orange and yellow. Orange and we're like matching, which I love. Yeah, so come yeah. check out the video version <laughs> on YouTube or Spotify or come to our socials. Yep. Let's Peel and... Is it Let's Peel and Heal podcast? Let's Peel and Heal. Just Let's Peel and Heal. Let's Peel yeah. and Heal and then Can You Shut Up dot podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can come see our outfits. We're very on theme. You can see our hair, all the effort we put into our looks today. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Jess. I'm sure she's going to be back for more. We're also recording a podcast on her account, Let's Heal and Heal. Let's Heal and Heal. Yes, Let's Heal and Heal. Trust me, I still get a little bit jumbled up with it. But if you want to learn all about, you know, productivity, following your dreams, being in your bad bitch boss era yep, then yep, head yep. over to the podcast episode that i'm releasing and everything jess um spoke about today she also goes into much deeper on all her podcast episodes yep. so if you're keen on what yep. she's all about go check her out because mm-hmm. you will not be disappointed yeah but that's everything from us today i'll see you in next week's episode thank you so much for listening so <laughs> <laughs> catch you later bye guys Thank you so, so much for listening to this week's episode. I really do appreciate it more than you know. If you're feeling a little bored and want to do something, then you're more than welcome to leave a review, give me a follow, share with friends, whatever you want to do. No pressure though. And also any feedback is more than welcome. Just come slide into my DMs on Instagram or TikTok. The username is just canyoushutup.podcast. If you're driving, drive safely. And I hope you all have the most magical day filled with new opportunities and memories. And I'll be back in your ears next week. Bye.